and there's nothing. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, boring. I'm just saying, to what call is that of mine? I'm saying you're boring and you're corny. That's it. And the story is really nothing to it. I think you're okay. Okay. I chose you. You chose. I chose you. And why'd you chose me? I had. I had. Why'd you chose me? Bitch, you need to fight. Just know. You know you need a Gabriel Rosado to get attention. You know you do. Yeah. Walk away. It's gotta be shit. Well, here we go. November the twenty seventh. This is the new way to do press conferences. I'm I'm so disappointed mm -hmm. these can't come face to face just yet. But it's the big one. Danny Jacobs against Gabe Rosado, a fight that's been talked about for a while. We've seen them clash on elevators, we've seen them clash at weigh-ins, and now they're gonna clash in the ring. <laughs> Gabe, I'm gonna ask you. A little bit of heat off the back of this fight for us. You know, a lot of people talking about this fight. Everyone knows about the bad blood. But do you think you've, you've earned the right for this fight? You know, a lot of people said Danny Jacobs should be looking at the champions. We know, you know, they feel you might have talked your way into this fight. Do you see it like that? And, and do you see yourself with a real legitimate shot here of victory on November 27th? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know this fight for me is, is, is more of a competitive thing, being... You know, I've seen Jacobs coming up in the East Coast, you know, Brooklyn's close to Philadelphia. And it was just one of those things where, you know, we're at the middleweight division at the time. You know, uh, I always wanted to compete against uh, Jacobs. So, you know, moving up to 68, you know, he just got his win on at 68. I got mine. So I feel like, you know, I got what it takes to beat Danny Jacobs, you know, especially with a, a solid team, a new team. Freddie Roach, legendary coach, you know, just giving me a whole different format of, um, of stepping up to that next level. And I just think that was probably the missing ingredient. But, you know, this is a fight where it's not just about me wanting to be in the spotlight and or anything about being, you know, hating on Danny's success or anything like that. It's just me challenging myself and saying, look, I want to get a shot at the title and I know I got to get through Danny to do that. So that's really what it's about for me. Danny, obviously for you, we know you're coming off as a world middleweight champion. The goal is to be a two-time world champion. Why Gabe Rosado? Was it just that he flicked the right switches with you? you no, know, it doesn't do anything from you on that, from a legacy point of view. But for the first time since we've worked together, I've seen a different side of you. You know, just a case of, I want to fight this guy. I actually want to, I, I'm enjoying this build-up. Yeah, I mean, I've always been expressive in how I spoke about Gabe Rosado and wanting to fight. I feel like it's one of those fights where even though necessarily I would say it, it wouldn't catapult my career, uh, but it doesn't hurt my career either. When you got a guy that comes to fight, uh, we got a guy that, you know, has that grit and, you know, has the fans behind him. I mean, it calls for a great fight. So ultimately, I knew that you got guys that's going to say whatever they're going to say to get under your skin throughout the, all the boxing. But this particular fighter kind of struck me because of how close home it was. See, me and Gabe Rosado have known each other for a while. So for my career to have gone the way that it did, and for his obviously going the way that it did, um, I think that there's some jealousy. I do. And not just off my own knowledge. It's more so of what he's presented to me. So now um, he's in my division. Now uh, we've just finished this whole pandemic of Corona and you know being indoors. I want to be able to come out and get what I consider to be 
a stepping stone to that next uh, level, which is the world championship status and those caliber of guys. Okay, there's a couple of things. With the whole jealousy thing, I'm not jealous of no man. My thing was, I pretty much, I feel that Danny is the guy that the networks force on you. And he doesn't have the appeal that I have. And that's what Which I'm is what? what? What appeal do you have that I don't have? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I put more asses in seats in your own hometown. That has nothing you know to do I mean? with appeal. That has nothing yeah, to do with what I'm with saying what is, at present. the end of the day, it's about who put asses in seats, who people want to see. They got to they gotta keep painting this pretty picture about you to sell you, market you. At the end of the day, nobody pushes a market as me, but I'm still relevant. The fans still, the fans want to see me. This fight's happening because the fans want to see this fight. No, this fight Whether is happening because negative. I chose to fight you. I want you to oh, understand right. that. Oh, you chose. you chose. I chose you. You chose. I chose you. And why'd you chose I had, me? I had, I had why'd you chose me? Because you need you Because need the I, I want you to eat your words. Because you need I want you to eat your words. Bitch, you just, need to fight. Just know. You know you need a Gabriel Rosado to get attention. You know you do. Yeah. Walk away. It's got to be shitting me, bro. Because who, who do you, who, who, who have, I mean, unless you find a big name who's already putting asses in seats, like Canelo or Triple G, who else have you fought where you could sell out in, where you actually been a draw in an arena? Nobody. I fought Lemieux I mean, in your that's, hometown that, that, before that's anybody up. knew who Lemieux was. Before anybody knew who Lemieux was, he was from Canada. No one knew who this man was. And, and the Barclays Center was sold out with Gabriel Rosado fans. In your hometown in Brooklyn, sold right. out main event HBO. I did that. Right. I mean, so how many how many asses? How many how many asses you put in the seat your last fight? I wait. Oh yeah, all right, cool. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But did you do that or Chavez do that? That was all Mexican <laughs> I did that. fans. That, that was, was me. I created that. No, not really. That was Chavez. I created fans. that platform for you to fight in front of no fans. Just like I created the platform you to get this fight. And you also was. Hey, look, and I appreciate it because it prepared me for this one because we fight with no fans either. So gratefulness. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. All right, cool. Yeah. Where, where did this start? Talk, talk me through that little episode. I'll start with you, Danny. Talk me through that little episode on the escalators. You know, the, in Las Vegas, was it? Oh, that was, the, that was the first incident that we had. That was our first encounter. And this was, to me, one of those situations where if a guy's going to say something disrespectful, not just boxing talk, because we could talk boxing all day long. You could criticize my, cat like my catalog. You can talk about my skill set, whatever the case may be. You can talk about that. But you talk about me as a man and disrespecting me, saying you're going to smack me and all this other stuff. Like, when I seen him coming down the escalator, I wanted him to have that same energy. So I pressed him about it. We had our words, he said, let's not do this here, whatever the case may be. So to me, I looked at it as he's saying in everything to get a fight. So he did what he needed to do. He got this fight. But at the same time, I need to see what the temperature was when he was saying the things that he was saying. So when I pressed him at the first time in Vegas, that was to see if it was, right if it was really... Uh, okay, I'm going to let you talk. Let me yeah. just finish my saying. I'm going to let you talk, bro. I just wanted to see if that energy was matching. Period. Because you can't say you're going to do something to me that when I pressure you, you don't do it. So he let me know at the end of the day, it's all for boxing. So at the end of the day, I respect it. Now I know you're saying whatever you're saying, even though it's getting under my skin and you got this fight because of that, I know what it is. So now I could do my thing, train, 
give you this fight and let you go on your merry way. But you're going to know, you're going to eat your words, and that shit that you said is a no-go. All right, for sure. We'll yeah, see. you going to know that. We're going we're to see. Mm -hmm. First of all, gonna is, I told him what I said now. It wasn't like I ain't say, it, it ain't like I changed my tone. I said the same shit, but I said, let's make it happen. You said, all right, let's make it happen. That was it. We shook hands on that. All right, bet. I'll see you in the ring. I mean, we could. Well, what, what, what was the point of rumbling in the in the in the uh, at the Cosmopolitan lobby? You know what I'm saying? Because you said you was gonna. You said you wanted to smack me, so I was just wanted. You can't smack boxing inside the ring, so that's yeah. only for outside the but ring. You, so when you had the opportunity you, to do it, I wanted you, to make sure you did it. Oh, and you stepped to me like that. You, yeah. You really think it was like that? Oh no, no it, it was like that. Oh no, it no, was like. But that. I told you, but I, and I told you how I felt about you in your face. So you act like I, you act like I changed my nah, tone. No, you, 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 you I ain't never different. changed my tone with you. I ain't never yeah, changed my tone. Different. How do you, how do you feel about Danny Jacobs, Gabe? What, what did you say to he him? He loves me. You kidding me? <laughs> Yo, look, Danny Jacobs. As far as a fighter, I respect his skill set. I mean, but you know, I feel that you know, in boxing, you got your guys that they try to you know, force feed to the audience, you know what I'm saying? And then you got a guy like me who really, the, the, the promoter or the media really doesn't have to do much because at the end of the day, the fans just fuck with me genuinely. So all I was saying is like, look, man, this is a guy where, you know, they give him a platform. I'm saying I never got that platform and it's cool. And I'm not jealous about that. I'm just making a point. You know what I mean? I'm saying that sometimes promoters, they, they, I mean, they, they push the wrong dudes. And I, I don't think, I mean, there's nothing, to me, there's nothing special about Danny Jacobs. I mean, he could fight, but other than that, like, I mean, I think he's boring. So, you know what I mean? You said it, I remember at the weigh-in, and we, we played it on our promo clip, you said he's corny. Is that what he's you corny. feel? Is that you feel that, what do you, is it that, is it this, you, you feel that the story, you know, you don't That's get... That's he feels is corny. He doesn't feel my skill set is corny. He feels my story and people pushing or my promoters or my promotional companies pushing my cancer story to make me a household name, to make me resonate in the house of American family. First, first so of all, I never that, disrespect the fact that he survived that. I, I salute that. That's, that's a, I mean, that's big. I never, I never disrespect his story of surviving cancer. So what push so I did never I get if you're not talking about that? What, 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 what push? What push did I get that no, you're saying that you didn't get? All right. Yeah, you survived that and no, no, one's, no, no one's talking about that. I get that. No, I get that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying so, what push did I get that you didn't get is what I'm asking you. What I'm saying is, you know, you've never, you've never sold out a crowd on your name alone. You know what I mean? And you've never done crazy numbers on your name alone. You know what I'm saying? But whenever they need an attraction, they called Gabriel's Adam, you know what I'm saying? Whether Ooh. whether uh, Lemieux, main event, HBO. At but the you're an opponent, game. though. So it's the you draw is the action. I was an opponent when I fought Quillen when you was ringside, and that and that wasn't my crowd. That wasn't my crowd. Yeah, you was the team. opponent. You still yeah, and that was opponent. my crowd. No, I wasn't the opponent. I was actually winning the okay. fight. So so, what you, so your claim to fame is pretty much that you put ass in seats, right? That's what you're saying. No, I'm so, saying. So I'm what fault of my own do I control people putting uh coming to my fights and supporting me what what control do i have other than to be me train hard and there's no, nothing i'm just saying all right i'm just saying you're boring i'm just saying you're boring what call is that of mine i'm saying you're boring and you're corny that's it all right and okay. the story is really nothing to it i think you're wild. okay that's it. okay it's really nothing to it i don't have to explain myself that's fine you're whack that's fine
we talk That's a cool. little bit of boxing here. Gabe, when you look at your career, like, you know, you've boxed on a lot of our shows recently. I look at your career sometimes and your record, and it yeah. doesn't really give you credit sometimes for the fights, but also for the, the level of opposition you've boxed. And actually, yeah. when I look at your recent run, it could have been very different. I mean, the Martin Murray was very, fight was very close in the UK. Sulecki, yeah. you had him completely gone and out. The yeah. RES fight, you believed you won that fight and you should have got that rather than a draw. You know, yeah. do you feel sometimes people look at your, your record and, and don't necessarily see the true picture? I mean, I think, I think people that really, truly understand boxing and follow me, I think they, I think that's what keeps me in the game because I think it's, is where they see these fights that are close fight, controversial fights, where people go, man, like, he, he just got to get over that hump. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I'm in, for me, I, I'm there with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no one's, like, blowing me out or anything like that. These fights are close. These fights are controversial, whatever. For me, it was just, uh, I had to look and say, all right, what do I have to do to get over that hump? And I think it was just building a better team. It's just getting a team that's all on the same page or we could be locked in going into a big fight. So, you know, the fans know that I got what it takes to, to compete with anybody at that high level. You know what I mean? I've shown it. I've proved it. So it's just a matter of just locking in with the right team. I got Freddie. I think he's one of the best coaches in, in boxing, period. And, you know, and that's just it. And, I, and I'm going to display that level uh, against Jacobs. How much of this for you is a fight that you have to take at this stage in your career? And how much is this a fight you truly believe that you can win? 100% I believe I can win this fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's not, there, you know, Danny's a, is a good solid fighter, but there's nothing, you know, there's nothing, you know, he's not, he's not the quickest guy. You know what I'm saying? He has, he has decent speed, but it, you know, he, it ain't lightning speed. Um, his punching power is okay. You know what I mean? You know, it ain't like he's a knockout artist. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just about it's just about coming at this level of the game, man. It's just about who has the better strategy and who, who comes up with the better adjustments. You know what I mean? As far as me coming in shape, I'm always gonna come in shape. As far as me having the will and determination to win, that's that's you know I mean, that's just in me. I mean, that's in my DNA. It's just a matter of just coming up with the right game plan. And, and adjustments, you know what I mean? I feel like I got that going into this fight. Danny, you know, your, your last few fights, you know, Chavez last time out, but before that, um, of course, the Canelo fight, and also the Derevanchenko victory looks better and better now after every mm -hmm. performance from him. Do you see Gabe as a threat in this fight? I mean, I know all fighters are threats, but is this a fight you feel you should win in style and look good doing it? Yes, I feel like this is one of those fights where I have to go in and I have to perform well and I have to give a show. I have to show. And I feel like he's the perfect opponent for me to display everything I have in my arsenal. So I don't feel like it's one of those fights where um, it's, like I said, it's going to take my career to the next level. I, I respect any fighter that steps in the ring with me. And we all know one punch can change everything. I mean, it's a long shot, but I, I do think that I have to mentally be prepared for anybody that steps foot in the ring. And that's just me being a professional. So I don't overlook anyone. Um, but what I'm doing is being realistic in the fact where I know that there's levels in our, um, in our skill set. And for me, it's just really going out there and putting on the best show that I can possibly put on and look on to bigger and better things in 2021. I know you want to win and you want to look good doing it. 
you want to beat him up in there? Do you want to? Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, what I want to do is I want to make him eat, him eat his words. I mean, obviously, we've dealt with a lot of, you know. Outclass him? Do you, you outclass him? You beat him up? How do you, how do you make him? What's your definition of making sure he eats his words on the November 27th? I mean, to me, obviously, a knockout is the perfect scenario. Any fighter who steps in the ring wants to get a knockout. But then, you know, I can settle with a spectacular performance. As long as I'm able to do what I want to do inside that ring, I'm cool with my performance. But I know that there's a, long, there's a really, really high chance of a knockout when it comes to Gabe Rosado. He's been knocked out before. He's been down several times. He's, He's far from the fastest. He's far from the skills, uh, skillful. But one thing that I do have and in, in, mm-hmm. I respect about him is his grit. He has grit, and he shows that. And I think that's the reason why his fan base likes him and supports him is because of that grit. So for that, you know, I'm coming in with my, with my, best, uh, my best foot forward. My mentality is going to be on point, ready to rock and roll. But at the same time, I got a point to prove. So trying to look good at the same time, trying to hurt him is going to be a good thing for me because I see myself being vic- victorious at the end of the day. So it don't matter how I get that victory. Obviously, like I said before, we, we've been dealing with death in the past as far as fighters inside the ring. It's a very critical thing now. I don't mm-hmm. want any of us to be hurt to that magnitude. But at the same time, like I want to make sure he eat his words. We get out the ring safe and uh, sound to our families. We go about our business. But this is how men settle their differences, especially when you're a fighter. Gabe, I think a lot of people feel that you are the underdog in this fight and Danny is the superior fighter. So in that sense, do you need to make it tough in there? Do you need to play with his emotions before this fight? Do you need him to make mistakes? Do you need to make this a Philly v Brooklyn battle? Is that, is that what you need to do? You need to have this bad blood in this fight and take it to the trenches? I mean, I feel, I feel that this fight, it really comes down to... It really comes down to, you know, going into the fight with the mindset of I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. You know what I'm saying? Whether it is applying pressure, and I mean, throwing 100 punches around, whatever it takes. You know, um, you know, Jacobs, like I said, a win against Jacobs, you know, is, I'm sure that this uh, is a title fight right, right behind that. And that's just something that keeps me motivated and keeps me going is, you know, I want to, I want to win a title. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at Jacobs like, yo, he's in, he's, he's in front of me. And, and I mean, I can't, I can't let this opportunity slip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I don't want to go in there and just put on a great performance, a gutsy performance and, you know, you know, entertain the fans by just, you know, putting up a gutsy performance. I want to be solid all the way around, you know, with my game plan, with my strategy, with my performance, I mean, my endurance, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be a high volume chess match, man. But, you know, I feel that I have an advantage on him mentally. I feel I have an advantage on him. Why is that? In what way? Why? Because I'm a savage. I'm a different type of savage. You know what I mean? I think, I think, um, I, I don't think he got that in him the way I do. Danny, can you go there? Do you have that in you? <laughs> it's self-explanatory. I don't have to tell you, nor do I have to try to sell you on the grit or the dog or the beast that lives within, because I show you each and every time. When I'm he talks about right. fighters dying and may they rest in peace, because that's the saddest shit that can happen to a fighter. But I'm the motherfucker that I will 
do whatever it takes. And I will, I'm willing to put my health on the line. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So he don't got that in him. I do. I'm a different savage, period. Okay, I get what you're saying, but still the skill separates us. So you can have going there with all the heart in the world. Hey, but this skill is going to show you that there's levels to this game. Just like you got a draw with Arius where you thought you was going to go in there and demolish him. And he I thought he was going to the same no, but thing I did Arius the opposite. Said. I did the opposite. I boxed him. And everybody was kind of shocked that I boxed. Because everybody expects me to bang. And I outboxed him. Walked out the fight clean as shit. Hurt him more than you did. You know what I mean? He ran from you. But glad you know I that. actually had Just a like you will. I had Just like you will. all over the ropes, everything, right? Just like you will. I'm, I'm who I ran, who, who Just have like I ran you will. from? You gonna see. Who have I ran from? You gonna Nobody. see. You gonna see. I've never <laughs> ran. I've never okay. ran, bro. That's not even, okay. I don't even understand that type of language. Danny, interesting point there. Do you expect a defensive Gabe Brasada on November 27th? I expect him to take his chances, but at the same time, I do expect him to be on cue, be ready for what comes. I think he's gonna be a little wary. But at the same time, for me, it's just going about there and executing the game plan. We got a perfect game plan for this guy. We know his style. We've seen all his losses. We, we, we studied this guy for however long we studied him for to know that I'm not saying it's going to go in there and, 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 you know, disregard what he brings to the table. No, I have to train for that. I have to train to make sure that I'm ready for all of these things, right? But at the same time, when I am 100%, it's a <laughs> total difference. Total difference. We haven't got long to go till November 27. Next time you'll see each other. But for now, you can look into the screen. Gabe, little message for Danny Jacobs ahead of your fight on November 27. What goes down? All I'm saying is I'm going to smack that smirk off his face. November 27. <laughs> that smack you asked for that day at the Calvin House, and I got you on the 27th. Got you. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it.